What's up and welcome back. <sighs> Damn it, Caleb. Got him. Got him. <laughs> <laughs> What's up and welcome back to Speaking Llama, a Survivor podcast. I'm keeping that first intro in there, Caleb, just to prove a point that I don't need two intros. Caleb is hysterically laughing in the background uh, at my inability to start a podcast. Caleb, what, what's so funny, man? Uh, <laughs> Alex, you just know how much I love getting underneath your skin and how much I love messing with you. And it just works every time. And I just, you know, you think you learn one of these days that I will just always, always get the better of you um, in these moments. And uh, it's okay. You know, it's okay, buddy. It's okay. All right, everyone. Uh, I'd like to officially announce that Speaking Llama is splitting. I will be taking the speaking part and Caleb will be taking the llama part. And we are two separate podcasts starting today. Well, according to my wife, that's the best part. So <laughs> that's true. She <laughs> thinks we're a llama podcast. <laughs> I know. Haven't convinced her otherwise yet. So <laughs> all right, Caleb, I know you always like being right. Um, unfortunately, you are not right in this scenario that we're going to talk about today. Based on the title of the episode, you can tell we're talking about Australian Survivor. Not U.S. Survivor, Australian Survivor. And I'm yeah. right because a year and a half ago, I started watching Australian Survivor. And I told you, Caleb, you got to watch this. You will love it. And you went, oh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. And I said, Caleb, you got to watch it. And I finished the first season. I said, Caleb, you got to watch the first season. And you're like, yeah, yeah, I'll get to it. I don't know. I have some other stuff I want to watch. I'm going through all, all the U.S. seasons. I, I want to watch all 40 U.S. seasons first that I've already all seen. So I watched season two. I said, Caleb, you got to watch season two. And then I watched season three and season four and season five. And I said, Caleb, you're killing me. I need to talk about some of these moves with somebody. And I don't know anyone who watched Australian Survivor. Talk to me about this. Oh, yeah, I don't know. And then he watched season one. And he went, oh, you were right. Yeah, I love this. And then you started watching season two. You stopped. And then you watched season six, um, the newest season. And you haven't watched any more since then. Um, but I, I just, oh, sorry. You started season four. Sorry. Thank you. Sorry. This is already a confusing <laughs> episode. But what I'm saying is I'm right. You're wrong. Australian Survivor is great. And you know what the coolest news that came out this past week was. Caleb, do you know it? I mean, I do know it, but I'm going to act like I don't know it. Alex, what, what are you talking about? Thanks for keeping it up, man. <laughs> uh, so they are currently filming Australian Survivor Season 7 right now in Australia. And there is a U.S. Survivor player named the Queen, Sandra Diaz-Twine, who is rumored to be on the cast. Oh, no, 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 not rumored anymore. Martin Holmes confirmed. Here she is go. freaking on the cast. Here we go on the cast. Sandra coming back, the first queen of Survivor, first um, queen, and the second U.S. Survivor contestant to play Australian Survivor right after Russell Hans. For which is three. interesting because that is, oh man, I want. I, I don't know that Sandra is super um, active on social media sphere, but every week that she lasts longer than Russell did on. Australian Survivor, I just hope she rubs it in even more. Like, just like a picture of her with the qu the crown on at uh, HVV. <laughs> with like an Australian flag on it or something yes. like that. <laughs> oh, well, man. Well, well, and Caleb, what's really cool about season seven of Australian Survivor that's currently being filmed is they teased the theme of it um, yep. recently, and they said it was, a, it was a former U.S. Survivor theme, and then it was water 
with some red liquid going in it, which we all know what that means. It is blood versus water. Here we so go. Good. So good. Uh, I can't wait to watch that ep- or that season. I think it's airing in February 2022. Uh, oh, we get, I, I don't realize that. I did yeah. not realize that we. It's coming. Like they usually only do one a year. Yeah, wow. it's coming. It's coming. So, uh, super exciting. This episode, we are talking about why you should watch Australia, Australian Survivor. I've wanted to do this since we started our podcast almost a year ago, uh, and now just a few weeks ago, Paramount Plus uploaded seasons four five and six the three most recent seasons of australian survivor on paramount plus for u.s subscribers so everyone listening from the u.s right now has the opportunity to watch australian survivor and you absolutely should so i'm going to talk through some major differences that you need to know before you start watching i'm going to give you a brief outline of some of the seasons what you need to know before you start uh rank those seasons per caleb's request and talk about some of my favorite players, but really just fawn over my absolute favorite player of all time, David, the Golden God, Gannett. Yeah, well, you know, Alex, that's great. Um, but my question is, you know, I've already done one of these special episodes. Uh, are you going to be as thorough as as I was? No. Well, that's just, again, I prepare and care about our audience. Just This is just a reminder to all of our listeners that I care about you and Alex hates you. I did not say that. Uh, that's what, listen, a picture, if a picture is worth a thousand words, uh, no comment is worth a million. That's all I have to say. I just. <laughs> uh, anyways, I also wanted to point out, uh, yes, Alex, you have seen all of the uh, seasons of Australian Survivor. Uh, I have seen uh, all of season one. A good, like, eight episodes of season two which like eight episodes is really like halfway through the pre-merge if you've ever watched australian survivor um and because there's so many episodes uh, and then i've seen all of season six and about five episodes of season four so caleb wakes up in the morning and chooses chaos exactly thank you thank you alex if, if you really must know you should ask my younger brother if i've ever watched doctor who he swears, I would love Doctor Who. Caleb, you would love it. It's great. Have I watched Doctor Who yet? No, I have not watched Doctor Who. Why? Because I had to get under his skin too. Caleb, there's a word for people like you. I just want to watch the world burn. And, and Well, this is a family show, so I'm not going to say it, but I'll tell you afterwards. Looking forward to it. Yeah. I, you've heard it a few times from me. Uh, anyway, all right, let's talk about some of these differences. U.S. Survivor versus Australian Survivor. Uh, you're going to watch it, and it's like, wow, this is pretty similar. Uh, seasons one through five um, are on a beach setting. I believe um, either three, four, and five, or four and five are on the same island as uh, in Fiji that U.S. Survivor typically films on. Uh, so the island looks similar. Um, but the biggest thing you're going to realize is this game is hella long. Uh, most of the time, uh, I think season six was a little different just with quarantine and COVID and stuff like that. Uh, it's about 50 days compared to us survivors, 39 or 26. If you're watching survivor 41. Uh, so it is twice as long as survivor 41 right now is 50 days long. Uh, with that, there are 24 people on every single season, not 20, not 18, 24. And there are 24 ish episodes every season. So like, it is a long season. And Caleb, you know this. It's your favorite part of Australian Survivor. 
each episode <laughs> varies between an hour and an hour and a half each like no commercials like that does not include commercial breaks yeah it you are a full movie like a, a motion picture length <laughs> episode 24 episodes uh of a season and it's awesome and it's it's very different switching to that it feels really long but then you when you watch an episode of you know a new episode of survivor 41 it's like this feels like a kid's show like right how, I, I watched half it's going too fast i watched a cartoon where they used to show like two cartoons in one episode of a cartoon oh man yeah <laughs> you also in even that season one like some of the episodes are like 40 minutes long and it's like you went from an hour and a half to 40 minutes in between episodes and, yes and yeah. I, i'm sure there's some method to the madness of how long For the sure. episodes are but in my mind it just it's like whatever the hell they want like it's it's just it doesn't matter how long they're going to take as much time as they need to get the story they want cbs um, do that for u.s survivor jeez right? come on give us give us a motion picture every every week all right so that's that's the biggest one uh just the time the size the scope it's just it's big it's a lot of people and because it's 24 episodes 24 people you may be four or five episodes in like caleb is for one of these seasons and not know half the cast still uh because there's just so many people to get to know um, now, the second biggest difference that you need to know is we talked about this a little bit in, I think, our Ask Us Anything episode. I mentioned it. Uh, the editing of Australian Survivor is very different than U.S. Survivor in the sense that it likes to be cinematic. Um, it likes to be like it has video of people back at home. Uh, they have intros, at least in seasons four, five, and six. I can't remember the first couple seasons, but they have these like 10 minute long intros that are super dramatic. It's like slow-mo, like walking dramatically through a river with all their stuff. And it, it's it's fascinating. So it's it's a full experience that you're watching. That's the really good part of the editing. Some of the bad part is I think some of the seasons, it's very one-sided. It almost feels like you're watching Survivor Samoa uh, where it's just kind of one person narrating the entire season. So I think that's that's where the editing kind of gets bad, but there's a difference in editing between Australian and US Survivor. Caleb's nodding in agreement. Three, I would say the strategy is a little bit different. I think it's kind of it's both slower and faster than us survivor at the same time uh so some seasons some players it's very old school survivor hey we're we're gonna stick together we're loyal it's typically a little bit of an older age range of players too and so i think that may that may go into it as well at the same time there's a lot more creative moves than what you see on us survivor uh so people are playing harder they're playing bigger uh and they're not afraid to go home so it's, it's kind of both and slower and more creative and faster strategy with these seasons. And then finally, well, I, one, one comment okay. to that, Alex, yeah, go ahead. Uh, is simply that I think that they have the, the first season of Australian survivor. Well, was actually in like 25 to or 2005 or something like that, but they rebooted it in 2016. Yes. Um, and that this iteration of Australian survivor has the benefit of, 15 years of u.s survivor and so which a lot of the there's a lot of contestants on there that grew up watching u.s survivor and so it's kind of like if we didn't have any of pre-20 and it like or even like pre-25 like you just started off with i mean honestly like i just think of like millennials versus gen x where there's all these players with metagame too like theory and like game type of gameplay and you see those players on it too for sure and i think 
that's probably the difference is the big super fans are the ones making bigger moves and maybe the recruits or the people who have never seen survivor are the ones like hey let's just this is our tribe we're going to stick loyal to our tribe why would we not um so it makes a fun dynamic between all those different philosophies of how to play the game strategically Mm -hmm. Uh, the final thing I want to talk about in the difference of what you need to know between U.S. Survivor and Australian Survivor. Uh, now, Caleb, you and I, for season 41, we've talked a lot about different twists that production does, different... What, what, do you, what did you call the island last episode? Escapade Island. Escapade Island. Trademark that right now. Um, I, I feel like US, or Australian Survivor has these odd production twists, especially when it comes to like tribal council, that it's just, you you never know what's coming. So it's like, you'll go through a full voting tribal council and all of a sudden it's like, oh, no, you're not going home. You're going to the other tribe. Bring someone with you that voted for you. Or like, hey, you all finished voting. Who Like the three people who got the most votes are now going to Exile Island and have, have to compete to get back in the game. And it's like, it just messes with your mind a little bit of like, what is happening here? Uh, so it makes it fun and exciting. Tribal is never stale because- every two or three episodes, there's a weird new twist that comes out at tribal that no one knows about. Um, And so you never fully know, is someone going home? Are they going to exile beach? Are they going to the other tribe? Are they creating a new tribe? Like what is happening with these vote outs? Uh, And and it's just more unpredictable uh, with some of those production twists. So Caleb, did I miss anything from your perspective, Your, your limited small perspective that you could have had a bigger perspective if you listen to me do you have any thoughts or opinions? Hmm. Well, you know, uh, I, I just have so much information in my head already that, you know, it's that's why I have the quote limited perspective. Um, no, but seriously, I think that uh, it's it's definitely very interesting from a storytelling standpoint too. You know that I'm all about story, Alex, um, where it's like, I think that if we had a common, someone decided to do a finally a crossover between Australian Survivor and US Survivor, that would be the perfect season of Survivor because we'd get hour and a half long, hour and a half long episodes uh, every now and then with a couple like maybe 40 minutes, but not nearly as many episodes where it doesn't feel like it's just dragging. Sometimes those pre merges in Australian Survivor are just like, oh my Lord, yes. like let's, let's get to the gameplay because half these people I'm going to forget about because they're yeah. not anywhere involved. Right. But then there's, on the... there's 12, 14 people who are pre-merged. Right. And <laughs> it's just like, oh my gosh, let's get to the, let's get to the exciting stuff. But then on, on the flip side of that, like there's some really interesting dynamics and sometimes it makes the pre-merge more exciting because you don't really know what's going to happen. And, and it's really like watching two separate seasons. Like it's the pre-merge season and, and the post-merge season. Um, and that are interesting in their own right. Uh, definitely more cinematic, as you said, but I think also just like they have the time, what I think they do really well and, and have really capitalized on, they do a really great job of bringing in people in the story of people, of sharing their stories, of adding depth to these people, and more so in ways that creates character, not, not goes beyond the character of them, but also more kind of understanding maybe who they are as real people but again the downside of that is like sometimes it just feels so long to get in through a freaking season um but now and I, I also wonder alex how much that is like i'm binge watching this versus i'm watching it live as the season goes yep 
Yeah, I, I was just about to say that, you know, we, you and I kind of watched uh, season six um, the day after the episodes would come out, we, we'd get to watch it. And it felt better, you know, as long as you kept up with the episodes, it was, it was pretty easy to watch. Um, but yeah, when you're watching it and binging all the way through, I mean, that is over 24 hours, well over 24 hours of Survivor content for you to, to, to manage. So it's a lot. Uh, I have heard Caleb, you say this. I've heard some of our friends say this who love Survivor uh, and who just recently started watching Australian Survivor in the last couple of weeks when it got on Paramount Plus. A lot of people say like, I, I'm actually enjoying this more. It feels different. I still love US Survivor, but there's just enough of a difference between them that it feels like a different show. But it's still so much of that stuff we love, the stories, the strategy, the, the competition that we love. Yeah, and I think it just goes to like, they have more time to use on, on the television. And and we look at season one or episode one of season 41. And I've said that was an amazing episode because- we got, we got some of the gimmicks. Sure, we had Escapade Island, uh, but we also got to see each of the players in some fashion. And so it's kind of like the, like Australian Survivor has some really like unfair fair twists and things, which is like Survivor's not fair. Let's be clear. It's not meant to be what? fair. Um, and there's some interesting things where it's like, well, okay, like, so how does like, does this player deserve because this happened to them or well, who cares? But like the, what I love about Australian Survivor is that, mo- except for the first season, all the players know going in, hey, like there are going to be moments where we vote someone out where it's not going to count as a vote out. And you have to put that into your strategy. You have to understand that that's, hap- that's a part of the game and you have to play to that. And if it doesn't work out for you, well, keep playing and figure it out. Exactly. Exactly. All right. So, Hopefully you're intrigued with Australian Survivor at this point. That's our goal here. But uh, if you still need more convincing, let me give you a spoiler-free breakdown of some of these seasons that you could encounter. So again, Paramount Plus has seasons four, five, and six. I'm not sure how you could watch seasons one, two, three at this point. Uh, most of the ones, most of the websites I would watch it on are no longer functioning. Uh, so I don't know how you're going to watch it. But if you find an opportunity to, or if they get on Paramount Plus later, um, you should watch these. Quick breakdown of one through three, and then I'll give you four, five, and six, and a little bit more in depth. But season one, like Caleb said, it's kind of the revamp. They had a season back in early 2000s, was canceled, revamped it in 2016, and they're still trying to figure things out. You know, it's 24 players. um, Everyone's brand new. No one's seen what new Australian Survivor looks like. You've got a couple players who love US Survivor, and they're really dominating this the strategy part of that uh and everyone else is just it's kind of figuring out what's going on um the, it is modern survivor so there's twists there's idols there's um reward challenges there, there's kind of everything going on uh they actually start with three tribes of eight which is kind of fun uh so it's that three try model that we talked about last week caleb with with your uh you know consensus of of what's best your, your great research as you would call it thank you thank you for acknowledging it you're welcome. Uh, so they're still figuring things out. Um, I think season one, um, if you're able to watch it, that it has some of the most notable players of Australian Australian Survivor in that season. Uh, so that gives you kind of a baseline of a lot of players that you're going to see in the All Star season, or um, just people associated with Australian Survivor. Um, you know, you have the first villain, the first snake, like the first underdog, the first challenge piece, the first he, hero. He's not a snake. Let's be clear. 
Okay. All right. Um, season two, I, it's a very similar game to season one. Um, it's a very similar format. It's, it's a bunch of new players and they're, they're just trying to figure things out. I think season two has a lot more flashy players um, than season one does because they've seen what season one is. They've seen some big moves and they are wanting to have bigger moves. And so you've got some people playing bigger games. I think season two has a lot more floaters as well. Um, It's kind of, people are kind of skating by while other people are making flashy moves. And I even wonder, you know, what's that scale of like, if there are more flashier players, do more people hide in the shadows um, to compensate for that? I don't know, but it's sim. It's probably most similar to season one of just a good old fashioned season of survivor season three. They mix it up. And this is Russell Hans, uh, his feature of Australian survivor. Uh, and they call it champions versus contenders. Oh, uh, so Alex R- Russell was on the contenders then, right? Since he's never won. You a- would think you would think, um, that's my big beef with Australian survivor. <laughs> he's on the champions, uh, and, and he is labeled as a survivor champion. Um, which is factually incorrect. <laughs> Good player, not a champion. Um, so it's champions versus contenders. It's very similar to like a David versus Goliath, right? So the champions are are famed people who have quote like mastered their skill. Uh, it's a lot of athletes. It's maybe celebrities. It's survivor champions, uh, whatever you would call it. Uh, and the contenders are like. They label them as like people who have something to prove. Maybe they're pro athletes who like just missed the mark uh, of, of a specific um, level they wanted to reach, or it's people who work on a farm and, you know, they live a simple life. And it, it's kind of these people with something to prove. It's the David tribe, um, if you will. Uh, and it's fun. Uh, it is, I think that season, again, it's a new format and they're trying to figure it out. Can feel a bit one-sided at times. Um, and it's, it's this big focus on like tribe loyalty. It's, it's an older cast. Um, and that really plays out in some of that loyalty piece. Uh, and just with the idea of champions, it's a lot of recruits. It's a lot of famous athletes, Australian athletes uh, who are recruited, who don't necessarily know survivor. Um, and that affects the gameplay um, for, you know, neither good nor bad. So those are the first three seasons. You currently can't watch them on Paramount plus, sorry. Seasons four, five, and six, Caleb, you can watch. Now, if you're like you, they're not going to watch it. I'm, I, I'm on, I'm on season eyes. four. On season four. Okay. Okay. Great. Uh, so this is Champions versus Contenders two. So this is the revamped, and in my opinion, season four they perfected the issues they had in season three. It is constant strategy. It is 23 new players and one returning player. There is a player from season two. Um, the people's champ, baby. The people's champ. Uh, I love Luke. Oh, what a, what a character. Sims Luke. He's great. Um, it does provide a, mild, a a spoiler for like kind of some, some things he was involved in in season two. So it's helpful to know that going into it. Also know if you start season four, uh, five or six, in the first two to three minutes, uh, they do spoil the winners from all the previous seasons. Uh, so if you don't want to be spoiled by that, watch out. Um, but, you know, if you don't mind, go for it. Uh, and I think it's a good theme. I think the Champions versus Contender is really fun uh, and it provides a lot of good commentary without being gimmicky. Season five, 
one of my favorites. Uh, it is All Stars. And so you think about it, you have four seasons uh, previously to get 24 All-Stars. So these people have played together and it's only two tribes. And so every tribe has multiple people who maybe started on the same original tribe or were allies or were rivals. Um, And I think it's similar casting to Heroes versus Villains where it's like 90% perfect. Like they got some of their biggest players from seasons one through four. Uh, There are people, it's like, of course they're here. And then there's a few that it's like, who are you again? Why, why are you here? Where are these other few who should have been on here? Um, but it, it's really fun. 90% incredible cast. And to see these big players play against each other. I mean, it is, it's the Super Bowl of Survivor. It's incredible. Uh, the one thing I will say, it turns into like a rival season a little bit, just because everyone's played together. And there's only a few winners. Uh, there's only four winners out of the first four seasons. So everyone has something to prove. Everyone's a little bitter. Um and so it kind of turns into this story of like, you know, maybe Caleb and I were on original tribe together and we were allies and he cut me because obviously he would. Uh, and we're on all stars together and we're on the same starting tribe again. Well, I don't trust Caleb, but I have to work with them. And it's like, it's a fun story to tell, um, you know, two, three years later from the original season. And then finally season six, Caleb, you can talk about this if you want, um, or do you want me to keep talking? Oh, keep going. Keep going. You're doing great. Okay. Hey, thanks. For uh, yeah. it. Sorry, you're doing okay. Okay, that's that's what I figured. Um, you sound like my brain. Uh, I, I see what you did there. Uh, we've got brain, brains versus brawn uh, is season six. Uh, now season five uh, finished in like March of 2020. Uh, it finished airing. So even the live reunion didn't have everyone there. Some people were on Zoom. It was like right at the, the start of the pandemic. Um, and so the Australian survivor took a break, but they were able to film rather than on an island in Fiji in the Australian out- outback. So they stayed local, uh, went out to the outback and had brains versus brawn. Um, again, 24 people, all newbies, a lot of really big players, a lot of really big characters um, and some fun, fun moments. I would say season six, it's a little predictable. Um I don't know if Caleb would agree with that or not. I would agree with that. I do think it's a fun season to watch. It's a lot of fun twists and turns um, all the way down to the end. Uh, so I think it's it's also a cast that's easy to root for. Um, you can find people that you want to root for uh, in that cast, which is always a fun season to watch. Caleb, what would you add to season six? Yeah, it's like, it's predictable to a point, um, like p- post-merge, um, just yes. in terms of like, Based off, of, I think this is kind of what you said earlier. Based off the editing, um, which like not everyone is reads the edit like like we do. Um, but I, season six, I think, is really enjoyable to watch. Um, and also, I'll say this about we. I haven't. I've only seen two final challenge immunity challenges, and oh man, the two I've seen season one and season six, and they are freaking epic, They're wild. Yes, it's like, and and I'm not talking about like let me roll some balls down down a little track and you like space them out right and use my use one hand to catch them and keep going which that's a fun challenge now these are like i mean this is a spoiler i'm not really that much of a spoiler season one final tribal council is one of the most cinematic things you'll ever see and most dramatic things you'll ever see uh it is the original survivor challenge hand on an idol feet on pegs 
you stand there until you're done and it's like eight hours later right but they're on a mountain there's waves crashing it's not it's like it's not a mountain it's like the coast it's like a cliff side they're in samoa think about samoa they're like the the big yeah and the big waves are crashing on them their family members are watching them uh it's like the final challenge and uh so that's another cool thing about australians forever uh at the final three challenge they they always just have a final two so the final three challenge is always epic and they always have their family members like they're watching. Uh, so mm-hmm. it is absolutely incredible. It's always a big endurance challenge. And I would say that last half hour of the last episode of season one is some of the best moments of Survivor in the in the world. It, it's so good. Yeah, which I, I'm not going to lie. Like, it's like sweet, but I don't love it because it just like when they, <laughs> I, I don't love the like we see their family at the final tribal uh, final immunity challenge and then we also see them at the final tribal like before they read the votes it's like okay i already met your family just tell me who won (laughs) we don't care about your family uh just kidding uh so those are kind of the six seasons again season four five six on paramount plus a quick rating rating for me uh i'll go in reverse order so i'll go my my sixth favorite season uh i'm gonna go season two uh, I think it's probably the weakest of all six seasons. Um, some definitely some fun characters, but I just, it was my least enjoy- enjoyable one to watch. Uh, my next one. So my fifth best season would actually be season three. Um, again, fun to watch just dragged on a little bit. Um, and, and so it, it was good, but nothing to write home about uh, fourth best season. This is kind of the next tier. Uh, and I would say the top four are all outstanding seasons. Uh, I'm actually going to go season six, Brand versus Braun. Uh, it was a fun season. I enjoyed it. It felt very different than the first five because it's in the Outback and it's not in Samoa or Fiji. But uh, super fun to watch and just an overall fun season of Survivor. My third, the bronze medal of Australian Survivor as of October 6th, 2021, at the time of this recording is season one the original not the original the revamped original survivor season one uh second best season now this could be controversial some people would rate this a lot lower some people would rate this a lot higher i'm gonna go survivor australian survivor season five all stars as the second best season um super fun gameplay some wild moments in that And to appreciate all the different characters and players is outstanding. Uh, Which means I think the best season of Australian Survivor is season four, Champions versus versus Contenders 2. I think it introduces you to some of the biggest characters of Australian Survivor. It is constantly fun gameplay. uh, And it's the first one you can watch on Paramount+. Plus. You don't need to know anything going into it other than what we just told you on this podcast. But it's outstanding to watch. The one thing I will say, season five is all stars. Um, I think it's worth watching, even if you haven't watched seasons one, two, and three. Uh, Yes, it does spoil everything that happens in season one, two, and three, but it's a really fun season to watch. You can pick up the different dynamics pretty easily. The editing's good with reminding you um, kind of why people are at odds. But if you have any questions, you can DM us on at Speaking Llama on Instagram or my personal Instagram account linked in our bio and I will send you a breakdown of all the different characters and their relationships together if you want just a general overview to help prepare you for season five to watch on Paramount+. Plus. 
Caleb, uh, you've watched seasons one and six. How would you rate rate those two? Would you agree with me? Season one's better than season six. What do you think of season four so far? You're, you're five episodes in. Uh, would you recommend people continuing with season four where you're at now? Oh, well, first of all, listen, I'll watch any season of Survivor. Um, no matter, you, know, you want to go watch season uh, Survivor Gabon with, with, with me? Uh, sure, I'll watch it with you. That's fine. Let's go. You want to watch uh, Survivor Thailand? Sure, that's fine. Let's watch it. Um, but the, uh, yeah, so go watch Survivor. It's, it's a lot of fun. Uh, in terms of season one versus season six, I I think that I I have to like I haven't actually thought about this. I like season one based off of how it, it based off of like I will say in season six I had a good understanding of who I thought would would win. In season one, I actually already was spoiled on who would win. The whole was and it was a roller coaster ride trying to figure out how they got there. Um, and and yeah, just please go watch it, it's great. Um, so I think I'd probably have to say season one just from like that extent. Um, but I think that's based off of how that person played the game, um, versus how the person who won season six played the game and how season six played out, but also like strategically, one of the more dominant games i've seen by more than one person in a season um i think alex would agree with me that there are two people in season six that equally run the game um and and, in different ways and so that like it's just it's interesting to see and so um yeah season four definitely keep watching uh season two I, i would keep watching it too if i had access to it but i unfortunately i don't at this point um but yeah that they're they're great seasons for sure and just because you love hearing our opinions about survivor uh i cannot talk about australian survivor without talking about my undying love for david gannett david the golden god the alex you you said there would be no spoilers i didn't spoil anything no but see listen alex let's see let's be honest we all know you you love the Blonde hair, blue eyed, beautiful guy that just isn't doesn't end up winning or doing anything at all. Like what? How are you going to spoil right. that for me? Right. Hey, sorry, man. Um, <laughs> I love the Golden God. He, I, th- this is something, Kayla. I've told you this in private. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go on record here. Uh, <laughs> he is my favorite player of any franchise of Survivor. Like I'm making that claim. I'm pretty sure you've already made that claim in one of our very introductory episodes where well, you no, ranked no, no, him no. number one. I didn't rank him number one. I included him in my top 10 if I had a fantasy tribe. Uh, ah, okay. okay. That's what I did. Um, I, he's my favorite. Uh, now, am I going to say he's the best player of any survivor in any franchise? I think it's debatable. I, I, I don't want to make that claim right now. Maybe we could do... We already uh, know who it is. It's Parvati. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. But I would say he's he's top three to five um I, I do think he is one of the best players in australian survivor um and, and i freaking love it he's hilarious think of tony at his best and tyson at his best uh with a little bit more energy and flavor uh and he's a supermodel so he wears like a leather jacket and a scarf at, like all uh, just around camp and there's in season four there's a, a montage of like his his tribe mates like 
making fun of him and just like he thinks it's a fashion show what does he do and it just like this <laughs> slow-mo of him walking on the beach and like different versions of wearing his scarf it's like my favorite why moment. do you have a leather jacket <laughs> is the, the other tribe is like yeah some dudes wearing a leather jacket over there like just <laughs> and so he he's freaking hilarious um i i love it he, he, I would love to just gush over how great he is. Caleb hasn't seen the entirety of his uh, his 10 years on Survivor. Uh, so I can't have an episode about that. Once Caleb finishes season four and five, I promise I will have an episode explaining why I love him so much. But uh, I, I can't wait for that day. I would say some other favorites of mine uh, over the franchise. Uh, Phoebe um, from season one and five. Um mm-hmm. Uh, you have Henry from seasons two and five. Um, so freaking predictable. I know. <laughs> Just so we're clear, if you haven't seen it, look uh, look up these people. <laughs> Henry, season two. He's uh, Malcolm. Uh, He's Australian is, Malcolm. Is Malcolm, and then David, the Golden God, it also Malcolm. Is like model Malcolm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and Phoebe is like Australian Kelly Wentworth. Uh, <laughs> so. I'm very predictable. Uh, I also love Brooke uh, from season one and five, uh, Dirty Harry from seasons four and five, uh, Shawnee from three and five. Uh, and, and I'm going to say uh, from season six, uh, one of my favorites uh, would be uh, Simon. Again, predictable. Uh, but the Brown Tribe, I love Simon, I love Emmett uh, and Haley from season six. So super fun. Uh, the Golden God's the best. Watch season four. You'll know why he's called the Golden God. Uh, Caleb, who are some of your favorites that uh, you've watched so far? Oh, for sure. Uh, again, my, my limited time. Um, I From season two, I actually, I know that he is in season five, so I haven't seen him play at all. I haven't seen his entirety in season two. Uh, I love AK in as much as like everyone hates AK. So I'm like, oh, you're awesome, dude. And uh, watching him like go through the episodes that I did, it was just a lot of fun to see like, Cause he starts off as like, just as a minor spoiler, like really engaged super fan of survivor. And then like realizes like, Oh, oh no, I, I need to stop. And like most people can't stop themselves. And, and he does a, a pretty good job um, from what I've seen. Uh, I also season one, oh, Nick Idanza. What, what a legend. Um, he is the prototypical survivor super fan that I just so relate to. That maybe isn't always uh, gets a little ahead of himself, um, but he is. Man, I can't wait to watch him in season five. I'm gonna get. He was the uh, quote snake that Alex was referring to earlier. The original I, snake. Uh, he, he's not a snake. He is a good guy and he's great. Uh, and I've never met him or talked to him, but I listen. I have my favorites and they're my favorites. And uh, hashtag Adam Klein. Uh, but uh, the. Also, um, I think from season one, two, I love, um, <laughs> I love Flick um, because I think she is one of the few that like, you have some old younger players that are playing kind of old school survivor and she's like, screw this. We're going to go do like what I, what I want to do. And so she, she's great. I know that she plays in season five as well. So I'm looking forward to her um, from season six. I have to say, um, I, I I feel like this is because I feel like she is like, if I were a woman, this is this is how I would play Survivor. 
uh, and, and this is like, uh, I, she embodied me. Uh, and that is Haley from season six. I know that you said she's one of your favorites. Uh, she, man, what, what a roller coaster ride for her on uh, the season. Uh, that is a minor spoiler that she makes it a little bit, but she's, she's not a first boot. Um, what just amazing strategist also can get, there's a theme here, can also get a little bit ahead of herself. Uh, and same on, on that hand. Well, actually, I love uh, George as well from the season, but I also love, Alex, you know that I can't help myself with a, just like a wonderful, like treasure of a person. Think about um, Tina Wesson from US Survivor, um, Kara from season six, like just a, uh, what, a, what, listen, listen, out. don't give me that look. Kara, I'm smiling. What am, what am I looking? You shook your head and gave me the squinty eyes um we've just we've never talked about how oh really i haven't she i think she is also a treasure um does some very interesting things in the game uh very risky things in the game but like just like she's i just i I couldn't help but like want to root for her during the season yeah and kayla i the irony of of everything you just said i agree with you that you would be like Haley. um i also think it's funny that you I like Brooke and you like Flick. I find that ironic. Oh, uh, yeah. Rivals. <laughs> Hashtag rivals. Frenemies. Uh, also, it, one of my favorite things that really sold me on Australian Survivor, uh, season five, they have about a 10-minute slow-mo cinematic intro and, and where they're introducing all the returning players that are coming back. And it's it's epic. It is crazy. Even if you don't know who the hell they are, it is epic. And it starts off, and it's like super dark and it's like it's like a marsh it's like a like big reeds and water and all of a sudden you just like see a head kind of swivel kind of like a snake uh, and just pop up and then you see like four just like humans pop up and you have the jonathan who we didn't even talk about jonathan buff jonathan uh <laughs> is a national treasure uh jlp we love him he, he's voicing over and he's like we're bringing back the biggest all-stars including the biggest snakes and and (laughs) two of your favorites you listed were in that group out of four uh so we're just misunderstood people we're not snakes we're both predictable on who we like that's understandable uh but what i love about all-stars so they go through the snakes they go through the people who have something to prove they go through the heroes they go through the challenge beasts they go through the winners and then they go through like quote the biggest players Australia has ever seen. And, and it has one person from each of the first four seasons, like on this mountaintop and three of the three of them are people I listed as my favorites already. Um, And I I love it because the golden God's the last one to walk up. Uh, You just see a leather jacket walk up and these boots and it just pans to his face and then it shoots to confessional. And he's like, you can't have an all-star season without the golden God. Uh, And it's, chef's kiss it's perfect <laughs> oh man oh uh, one day alex you will come to the light and uh, learn to and learn, learn to, to like love snakes. um real survivor players I, that's all i'll say uh you're gonna be eating those words buddy you're gonna be eating those words maybe uh, we'll see we'll and see. i'd actually argue david is a snake um but he doesn't come across as snake kind of like people we know you know Who's really a villain, but oh, no one thinks that. Oh, are. you're talking about Coleman. 
I see. No, he's he's a villain. He's, <laughs> everyone knows it too. I'm talking about my shout out to our buddy Colin. Yeah, it depends. Nah, we sorry, we, we revoked that shout out. Hey, this is really just a check to see if he's listening. That is true. Coleman, Texas, if you're listening. <laughs> he's not listening. Oh man. Yeah, go watch Survivor. Australian Survivor. It's great. Yeah. Seriously, it's on Paramount Plus. Um, we would love to talk with you about it. We'd love to do some Australian Survivor content. We thought about doing a review of season six if you're interested. If you want to hear me fawn even more about the specifics of the Golden Gods game, let me know. I will record that for you. Um, or seriously, if you want to watch season five and you just want to break down some of the characters without a bunch of spoilers, let me know uh, and I will provide that to you. Um, so let me know. Caleb, anything to add as we wrap up this episode? All I know is I just need more JLP in my life. What what a that JLP. that voice, that just charm. Oh man. Listen, I've never had a I've never I love at first sight with uh, Buff Jonathan there. Buff Jonathan. It's uh-huh. incredible. The veins, you know, it's <laughs> I know. it is it is a stark difference from Jeff Probst, just in the sense of like in, like Jeff Probst's first season is like this like scrawny guy, like do it like in in like khakis and boots and like playing the survivor thing and like jonathan's just like i got a hat t-shirt and khakis on what, what you gonna do about and, and tennis shoes on yep yep and he like uses some of jeff's phrases yeah but he also kind of acts like he doesn't want to be there sometimes and so it's just like <laughs> all right come in <laughs> and he's, like, he's like that cool that he's like just interested enough in you but like not interested that you're like oh i want to be your best friend yeah we're trying to win his approval uh-huh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh all right well hey thanks for listening to us we hope you give australian survivor a try let us know if you do and we convince you to uh we'd love to hear that follow us on instagram at speaking llama um and we love we'd love to interact with you over there uh and we hope you have a good week ahead and we'll speak llama to you later